0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say See. If you're an American and you're professing to be a Christian, Edgy. well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Why don't we throw in a constitution so they know what's in there? Get engaged in the political process. Honest. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. Compassion. The church needs to rise. Rise.
1: The Monica Matthew, Monica Show. Matthew Show.
0: Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Life, love, and liberty. Happy Friday to you. Kind of interesting day I've had as the world burns here in our country. And so much division and strife and Uh, and, and provocative just nonsense across mainstream media Uh, Minneapolis is burning. Los Angeles has seen riots as well. I would contend that this is an overarching spirit of rebellion that resides across the land at this point um, that I am praying against in my own city. Uh, We have had calls for rioting here, not even a quarter of a mile from where I live in the city limits of Atlanta. Um, Very troubling times we live in. The irony of my day, though, is that I spent the day with the governor of Georgia, my governor, Brian Kemp, his first lady, the vice president of the United States, Mike Pence, and his second lady, or first lady, our second lady, uh, HUD secretary, Ben Carson, and his lovely first lady as well as Ag Secretary and our former governor here in the state of Georgia, Sonny Perdue, um, and his lovely First Lady. So we had a room filled with dignitaries, people who are on top of their game, who are serving the people of the United States of America in their respective capacities. And believe me, it is no easy feat to be the spouse of someone in one of these positions. Trust me. Um, so my hats go off to these ladies. I will get into this a little bit later, my favorite person of the day, hands down, goes to the second lady of the United States. Karen Pence blew my socks off today. I've never Uh, really heard her speak on a lot of issues. I've never seen her speak in person. Um, But when she attacks the uh, mental health issues that we are suffering through in this country that I can only imagine are going to get worse. Um, And the task force that the president has tasked her with uh, called PREVENTS. uh, It's an acronym and then the whole term escapes me at the moment. But essentially what it stands for is, is is that it's okay not to be okay. Can I just say that again? It's okay not to be okay and she's referring to people who are depressed right now who are, who are who are suicidal suicide hotline you know the numbers are the phones are ringing off the hook people are jobless they're hopeless they are fearful they don't know how they're going to eat um you know there there's just a a whirlwind of confusion and strife and hopelessness that has descended upon the land but But she brought a light to the room today with such a strong conviction. I've never seen her in that light before. Yet she was extremely accessible. And I really appreciated that. For the second lady of the United States of America to be such an accessible, compassionate person. um, Really ministered to me as a media personality. It just did. She took me by total surprise. Um, you know, she's a hip-looking woman, very pretty. Uh, you know, just walked right up to the table and and told us about the uh the approach and the measures that they're taking with Prevents, um, you know, to offer people very simple solutions of taking care of yourself, finding your hobbies, things that make you happy, make sure you make an appointment to do them. You know, so first check in with yourself, make sure you make appointments with yourself that that, um, for you know, self-check. Uh, on your mental health. How are you doing? It's something I ask people all the time. How are you? I end every single show with be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one, you guys know my shtick. So, but the second lady of the United States, you just drove it home where she was like at the bot at the end of the day, you guys, what we're saying with this is that it's taking the stigma of mental illness off of Americans And that's what prevents is doing. And that's what she's been tasked with. And I personally felt extremely reassured, um, by her level of compassion. It, It was wonderful in the midst of an economic conversation. They were here today to discuss the paycheck protection plan. And and the recip there were a few recipients in the room of this who are minority owned businesses. The vice president came here today to sit down at a roundtable meeting with minority owned uh, minority business leaders and owners who have applied for and successfully navigated and utilized the funds from PPP. Um, there were also, uh, Dr. Alvita King, my God, mama, she was in the room as well to say, Hey, thank you. I too have been a recipient of this and I'm very proud, uh, to be a member of this community bank. It was unity community bank. That's the irony unity community bank in, in the midst of I want that to be a beacon of light for you guys today. When you're watching your local news station or your mainstream media outlet this evening, and you see parts of the country burning and you see people looting and stealing and, and just coveting other people's things and hijacking horrible events and tragic, um, tragic endings to young lives and lives who were senselessly lost, when, when you're watching these images go across your screens, please keep this podcast in mind. And if you haven't already subscribed, I would ask you to do so because my role moving forward in the coming days and has been for my past five years on terrestrial radio and now moving into a totally new season of my life uh, with my own media network, uh, Clear Talk Media that's me. It's clear. It's honest. I want you to subscribe because part of my call is to have the 50,000 foot view and I'm about as real as it's going to get. Sometimes I'm going to cuss and you're not going to like it. Uh, Sometimes, you know, I'm going to get angry and I'm going to get passionate because that's who I am. But today I really want to leave you with some hope about what the presidential administration is doing what the coronavirus task force is doing and that you are not forgotten. There are waves upon waves. I don't care what the black community is being told right now by race baiters and panderers and people who profit, literally profit off of the blood of others. Please tune them out. Please give a smile to people who don't look like you. Please don't become afraid of your neighbors. Please don't. Please patronize businesses, minority-owned businesses, places that you might not otherwise patronize. It's one way for us to come together, right? So with the PPP program, I'm going to go through some of my notes with you, just quite candidly. But first, I want you to hear what Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia had to say.
1: Uh, thank you, Dr. Walton. We uh, really appreciate the opportunity to be here at the Un- Union National today. Certainly, uh, glad to have the Vice President, leading a really important discussion today on the Paycheck protection, uh, pay protection Program. And great to have our own uh, Secretary Do back here with us, and uh, Secretary Carson as well. It's uh, an honor for me to again, uh, in a week, to welcome the Vice President back to the state of Georgia. Uh, proud to have the second lady with us today, Karen Tentz, and uh, my first lady in Georgia. First Lady Martin Kemp and also Mrs. Carson. So we're just uh, honored to all have you to be able to have this discussion. And also a former First Lady and now First Lady to the Secretary of Agriculture, Mary Perdue. But it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to be here today to really, quite honestly, see where the rubber is meeting the road. From my perspective, I've been fortunate to get out over the last several weeks, Mr. Vice President, and travel around. We've been to new businesses, we've been some pretty good restaurants, and uh, you know, we've heard from folks on the last trip about the shit.
0: So that's Governor Brian Kemp welcoming everyone. The purpose of today was seeing where the rubber meets the road, and that's exactly what we did with um, everyone from a doctor who was in the room a general contractor a sole proprietor who's an esthetician here uh, in the buckhead area of atlanta Um, we also heard from uh, a banking vice president um, along with a few others who had their stories to tell about how the ppp program has in fact helped them, their businesses, keeping the doors open. Um, No one in the room saw it as an opportunity for posturing or criticism. I was so pleased by that. This really was a moment of unity. And trust me when I tell you, there were definitely folks from both sides of the aisle in this room. Um, But the beauty Of folks being able to come together to say, hey, we've got real problems to solve. We have real single mothers that need health care that we need to continue to provide care for. We have uh, real contract. Uh, contracts that are, that are still moving forward, building projects, you know, that, that I have lights to keep on. I have uh, employees to pay. I have salaries to pay for. I have leases to pay for as well. Um, The sole proprietor, you know, she's trying to keep her own lights on for that matter and navigate a financial system that she wasn't all too familiar with in the banking industry. You know, you have folks who are, who are interested in, Hey, um, how do we, how do we facilitate the needs of minority communities to ensure that they have the health care they need, They have the housing they need. They have basic needs, they have food. you know, uh, AG secretary Purdue talked about, you know the necessity of food. We all know that, the challenges of our resources and our food supply chains. Um, but these are problem solvers, a room filled, with problem solvers. It was a real honor to be there. And I want to thank uh, Fulton County's first vice chair, Mr. Rich Thompson, for the invitation to this event as an independent uh, media outlet. Uh, Greatly appreciated. It was very well put together um, and well executed. Great minds around the table, sharp, sharp people, uh, people with passion for their businesses, for the community, I was very pleased. Uh, This is what Vice President Pence had to say.
2: Uh, We're here to talk about the Paycheck Protection uh, Program in particular. Let me thank uh, Dr. Uh, Kassi Wall and the the team that is here at at Unity Bank. Uh, Being in Atlanta today, I wanted to to visit a a bank that was uh, serving uh, the community well, and particularly uh, serving the minority community uh, well in this country, and uh, Unity National Bank. Is very close to the top of the list. Uh, I know uh, uh, you hail from Texas as the chairman, but on my way in, I spent some time with members of your team. And, uh, I just want to commend you for uh, uh, the great work that you've done here. In fact, a number of uh, the participants of our roundtable have been able to uh, secure paycheck uh, protection on this Union bank. Uh, others are being uh, processed that are here. And, uh, uh, but I'm pleased to report that uh, with the strong support of Unity Bank, uh, Governor, we have uh, not only distributed some 510 million billion uh, in loans to small businesses that have allowed businesses to keep people on the payroll of the business during the course of the coronavirus pandemic, uh, but here in Georgia alone, uh, the Paycheck Protection Program, with the strong support uh, of banks like Unity Bank, actually uh, distributed $15 billion in loans to more than 131,000 Georgian small businesses. uh, uh, We also announced yesterday, uh, Javita Carranza of the Small Business Administration announced that uh, she's going to set aside $10 billion for the second round of PPP funds, specifically uh, the Secretary will appreciate this, specifically for community development financial institutions uh, and provide financial assistance uh, through them to vulnerable communities. Um, we are here for you. We are here to partner with you. Uh, and let me also say that, that you know, one, of the, one of the things that our uh, scientists observed early on uh, on the White House Coronavirus Task Force was uh, the unique challenges that uh, that, uh, that minority communities have faced against this coronavirus, particularly the African-American community to some extent, the Latino community has experienced uh, the most severe consequences. And I want to assure you that uh, we are focusing resources on testing uh, in the community health centers. We're going to continue in the days ahead uh, to ensure that uh, uh, our most vulnerable whether they be in, in minority communities and in urban areas, or whether they be in nursing homes or elsewhere, we're going to be there for our minority communities. Almost
0: all. Okay, so that's Vice President Mike Pence telling you guys that we've got another $10 billion allocated by the Small Business Administration set aside for a community financial institutions. So there's more money to be had. Now, for, for the sake of time, I'm going to simply read through my candid notes. I will say that uh, Vice President Pence uh, started out by also uh, acknowledging the tragic deaths of George Floyd um, as well as Ahmaud Arbery uh, and extended the uh, administration's prayers. Uh, For the family members of those respective families and said, there's no tolerance for racism in America um, and said that justice will be served. You could hear my godmama Alveda King shouting amen from across the room. Amen, Mr. Vice President and uh, the vice president acknowledged her for that so that's how we started it was like hey we're not just going to shove our heads in the sand and pretend like this the country's not burning Um, they were here actually today initially to um, pay homage to one of Christianity's and apologetics great treasures who's just gone home to be with the Lord Mr. Ravi Zacharias Um, He was honored today with a worldwide simulcast, a broadcast, rather, of his memorial service and the vice president came to pay his respects. I mean, that's got to tell you something. Um, What a great, great loss to our community as believers. Uh, Mr. Zacharias, if you have not, uh, if you don't know who he is, it's R.A. V.I. Zacharias, I cannot stress enough how much you will learn from him regarding morality um, with respect to liberty. I talk about it all the time on my show that they're not mutually exclusive. They never have been and they never will be. But they were here today initially to honor him and and found the time, made the time to come and sit down with folks to see, you know, like you heard uh, Governor Kim say, to see where the rubber meets the road with regard to the PPP program. Follow Monica on Twitter at Monica On Talk. On Facebook at Monty Matthews. This is how you live life with Monica Matthews. Dr. Carson starts out, I love him so much because he's just so level-headed. But he's also so soft-spoken that my mic couldn't pick him up very well. But he said, housing is health. Housing is health. And, you know, I couldn't help but think about the, 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 the numbers of, of AIDS patients in the city of Atlanta right now who find themselves homeless because of misallocation of funds from the feds to my city government that did not distribute the money to the respective sources that they were intended for to care for AIDS patients who cannot afford rent. Subsequently, a large portion of the LGBT community here in Atlanta has called for the impeachment of the mayor of the city of Atlanta. Because of this, they find themselves, you know, out living in their cars with HIV/AIDS. Can you imagine? I mean, our homeless population here has shot through the roof in recent days. I mean, it's horrible. We have folks urinating and defecating We're in people just, you know, it's just another day in the neighborhood. No, housing is health. I love it. He also goes on to say that capitalism does work when combined with compassion. Love that. He said, capitalism's given a black eye because we focus on greedy people. But living by godly principles and caring about your neighbor is the foundation of capitalism working. Love that. That's fantastic. Um, Ag. Uh, Secretary Sonny Perdue went on to talk about the return, the outpouring of the return of African-American business owners here in the South, that it has created a vibrant culture and community of business owners that, you know, we look forward to maintaining through the measures put forth by this administration. Uh, Saving food, saving jobs, feeding people is what this administration is doing Uh, People matter and making a difference through policies is is what matters. Tom Deutsch uh, is a business owner as well. Six businesses in 14 states, 26 years in business. He says that uh, Sam Nunn was his mentor. He's not taken a salary in two months. He said the challenge we will have is that we will never get back to what the country was. I found myself feeling a little dismayed when he said that, but also a little hopeful because there's a part of me that thinks hmm okay well if we're not going back to from whence we came what are we going to move on to that should that can be hopeful right i hope so uh he says our kids need technology right now more than uh, keeping us in business it's about making sure that resources get to where they need to be uh he's a big fan of black colleges uh historically black colleges and universities um and to keep in mind that they employ people too so you know they're not just uh something that we pay homage to come every graduation uh season but that they're in fact uh they do have folks who are employed by them and to keep that in mind with the ppp program um he says this is not about uh, republicans and democrats it's about america the ppp program is a great program um he said, in my 70 years, we've never had these resources in the community, and we need to work with the POTUS and cabinet to work together and make sure that community banks um, are at the front of the line to be able to help people on the front lines. I love this, and the vice president concludes by saying he hears him loud and clear, Um Dr. Michael Brooks has helped single mothers and screened uh 30% of them with dually diagnosed issues. Uh the stress of the pandemic is getting worse. And he wanted to know what is the administration going to do from a healthcare perspective. Um, that is whenever you know the vice president chimed in on challenges of mental health, and the second lady of the United States said that uh, she was tapped to lead the effort for Prevents, as I told you at the beginning of the broadcast. So um, I love this. These are her steps: to check in with your own mental health, check in with yourself every morning. What are the things that help you? And schedule those. Talk about your struggles and successes. Right? The last chapter of my book is called Celebrating (laughs) because we don't celebrate. We don't celebrate enough. We just don't. We act like the marriage supper of the lamb is going to be a funeral and it's not. It's going to be a hoedown, it's going to be a party. And so Jesus himself said, Hey, I'm not going to partake in this fruit of the vine until I see you again at the marriage supper of the lamb. It's going to be a good time. Not saying we're all going to be a bunch of alcoholics. I'm just saying it's going to be a good time. Relax. So, what does that tell you? God is not sitting in heaven upset. He's not confused about skin color. He's not confused about anything, quite honestly. So imagine how much further along we could be if we could actually sing and celebrate the fact that we have overcome. Not we shall, but we have. We've already overcome. We've overcome so much in this country. And why would we let a few bad actors spoil it for the entire nation when we're down? When we're down. Time to stand back up. She says, call the suicide prevention line if you feel like you need to. She sees this as uh, the pandemic as an opportunity, opportunity to take away the stigma around mental health. It's okay not to be okay. Um, Mr. George Andrew, Andrews, vice president of the bank. We're here today because we want results. We need a commitment from the administration to have a summit of grassroots of minorities, uh, health centers, housing, you know, pictures are great. We can all stand around and take pictures together and rub elbows and pat on butts. But what are we going to do uh, for solutions? Love that. Cynthia Johnson was another business owner. She's a sole proprietor, aesthetician out of Buckhead. She said that the PPP program wasn't what she expected, but it has been a help. She's been in business for 15 years she also happens to work for the state of Georgia full-time, and she realizes that she's not essential. Her business as an esthetician is not essential, and she's actually considering closing her business. Um, but she wanted to know, what's the next round going to look like? What should she be on the lookout for? Uh, and as you just heard, the vice president went on to tell us that there's plenty of money um, that they are uh, you know, attempting to uh, work bipartisanly, um, to extend the PPP program, considering another round of aid and to extend the number of weeks that that is, uh, you're able to apply for that. Um, the best thing we can do for Georgia is, uh, to open that's per, uh, vice president Pence to just keep opening and to, uh, allow for business along with the current recommendations of the governor's new, um, Uh, Executive order as of yesterday, I believe we go through the mid of July now with some restrictions in place, 25 people or less, uh, six foot distancing. We practice that today in the room with the exception of folks who are around the table. There's only so much you can do as we realize. Uh, Kevin King, general contractor, a builder just like our president. Um, he said that all of his projects continued, but the interior slowed down due to protocol. So for all of you general contractors out there, you know, who have continued to work and maybe you're running into you know, some roadblocks now because people can't be in, in close proximity. Um, you know, feels your pain. He said that he just adjusted, uh, because that's what businesses do. He said, here's what business owners do. You guys ready? This is for you business owners out there. This is what we do. We do business, right? We do business. And that's part of your frustration is that you can't really see the light at the end of the tunnel, but there are lights along the way. There are some water stops that this administration is providing for you as a business owner, not just big conglomerates, but small business owners really are on the radar of this administration. It was part of the president's campaign promise four years ago. It is part of his campaign promise. Now we saw the strongest economy we've had in the history of the United States of America, Uh, with the devil's intervention, that's my ministerial two cents worth of what's really going on Ephesians six and 12. Um, but with, with his, you know, intervention and attempting, I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm going to tell you something. The enemy never gives up territory easily. So don't give up. It's not time. Time. It's never time for us to give up. We're Americans. Who am I kidding? But this isn't the time to give up on your neighbor. When you see things burning, when you see people acting legitimately like hooligan animals, like no one raised them, when you see children showing up to loot with their family members, and that thing in your stomach just starts to churn, and you think to yourself, Who are these folks? Are they paid protesters? Are you kidding me? I was present for the president's inauguration. I saw the burning of things in the streets of D.C. I saw paid protesters coming off of buses. I got the emails from the Soros gang to help get their kids out of jail because he, he will, just like the devil, lure you into something, pay you to show up for something. When your butt goes to jail, no one's there to bail you out. I was there for all of that four years ago. So do I believe that that could be happening now? Now I, I think I've changed my tune on that in the past couple of days actually. Pretty sure my last podcast indicated that I think that this is a culmination of angry Democrat-led cities who, like mine who continue to stoke the fires of racial divide and our national sins of the past, who just refuse to apply the uh, the reparation of the blood of Christ to our national familial sins just refused to do it all while holding a Bible and praising Jesus nevertheless, but they refused to do it. And so, yes, you do have a generation of angry people. And I was angry seeing a a grown man's neck, you know, pinned to the ground. And so arrogantly. So some of you will be pleased to know that that officer has in fact been charged Not really sure how we've come to that conclusion just yet because I'm, as of yesterday in my reporting yesterday, uh, the medical examiner had not yet released the cause of death. I think that's going to be very important. Um, But, you know, we do live in a society of damn due process. Due process, be damned. I'm sorry, we just do look at what we do to the president daily on Twitter. I mean, thank God he's taken this whole social media swamp to task, but nevertheless, um, but the left gets away with stuff that you just shake your head. And I got to tell you, as someone who has just come out of a mainstream conservative media network that, well, in theory, um, I'm really grateful to be here with you guys without my bridle, without the bit in my mouth. I'm really grateful for that. And I want to thank you for hanging in there with me and for subscribing to my podcasts and my newsletters for all of your encouraging tweets and messages and whatnot. I really appreciate you. I mean, being there today um, amongst great thinkers and people who have been appointed and elected over the years. And people who have done great things. Dr. Carson, oh my gosh, came from poverty as a black man with a single mother and a brother. And, you know, his mother's working two jobs. And and he and his brother, you know, they just knew better. They didn't have any money. But they were great students. I, overcomers in the room today. Overcomers in the room. That really pleased me. And I was, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. So I'm pleased to see what the administration is doing, um, with the PPP program. I do think that small business owners will need to keep their eyes peeled as I am doing the same thing for new guidelines and rules and regulations as they continue to change. Uh, the treasury is changing rules, pretty much weekly now. So this is not the time for you to do what some of our local rappers have done and go out and spend, you know, a hundred thousand dollars on jewelry and cars and stuff for your mistresses and all that. Not the time for that. Um, but it, it, because trust me, you'll end up in jail like he did, but it is the time to allocate your funds. So again, I want to leave you with this positive note. Um, as you see the world, Um, Parts of the country burning And I realize that it stirs A lot of fear and contention And basically the big fat What the hell um, In your mind when you see these things I know it does for me personally And vitriol online is at an all time high Um, I just want to encourage you The president has not forgotten About this country The vice president hasn't Either there are people in his cabinet Who work tirelessly And that does include the spouses Of these great men and women Who are here to serve us I saw that firsthand today, um, was very appreciative of the efforts of this administration. Can you guys imagine the president could have just thrown his hands in the air and said, well, you know, sorry, get, get your soup bowls out. We're ready. You know, we're headed for a, for a soup line, but he's a fighter. That's not who he is. That's not who was elected. And that's not who's going to be elected this go around as well. So I want to encourage you, keep up the good fight, keep your spirit in check Uh, keep guard over your own heart and over your own spirit mind that thing with guard it with your life out of the issues of your heart flow the issues of life so stay stay stored up In in good, positive things. Surround yourself this weekend with beauty. Uh, Whether that's looking in your own mirror and forgiving yourself for something that you've been holding on to for too long. Or getting together with someone that maybe you do need to forgive. Maybe calling someone that you need to just let off the hook finally. Right? Just free up some bandwidth in your own heart, your own spirit, your own head and um, make room for the new this is this is a a world of opportunities before us you guys if your eyes can see and your ears can hear you can take this ppp money you can take your small business administration loans you can continue to move forward with the dreams that you've had about your business you can hold on you can get creative uh legally uh with you know how you um hold on during these times. Um, maybe you actually expand in a different direction. You know, maybe you, maybe, maybe this is your push off of that little ledge that you've needed to, to turn your business into a different direction. Maybe it's time, maybe it's time to downsize um, in terms of space. Maybe you just don't need the office space anymore. I'm looking forward to seeing how many people actually come to that conclusion. I would not want to be in the business of uh, corporate retail space. But um, if you are, don't lose hope. Okay, I'll be back Monday to talk with you guys. I look forward to it. Remember, subscribe and please share my work. I'm on Parlor now. You can find me there at the Monica Matthews, iTunes and Stitcher and 10,000 other download mediums. You can subscribe. MonicaMatthews.com as well. Uh, you can sign up for my newsletters there. You can also email me with any prayer requests or questions, comments, concerns. Love, love, love to hear from you. Monica at monica.matthews.com. They come directly to me, and yes, I do check every single one of them. And yes, I do pray for you the instant I read your prayer request. I don't wait, and I don't just give you uh, I just don't give you lip service. I actually do it because I believe in the power of prayer. Okay, be good to your neighbor. Beginning where? in your own mirror. And if you're an American, do what? (laughs) Act like one.